Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Brandon. And my name is Asan. How are you, Brandon? I'm doing all right. How how about you, Asan? I'm I'm doing well. We were just uh mentioning uh offline that uh about a movie called Ready to Rumble. You ever heard of it? I'm not familiar. Uh is it uh ready is it two the number two, like too fast, too furious, ready to rumble? Is I that believe vibe? I believe so, yeah. Uh, uh, what it, is that movie? It's a David Arquette movie. Uh, David okay. Arquette of Scream fame, uh, brother to Courtney Cox Arquette. Right. R- right? Or are they married? Wait. What's? Wait a minute. Yeah. Mm, ooh, ugh. <laughs> they're related somehow. No, but they're yeah, brothers. They're brothers and sisters. Well, no, right? but her married name, her her maiden name is Cox, and her married name is Arquette. So, Although I feel like they got divorced because I feel like she's okay, just Courtney got Cox. Got you. Now. Yeah, they, they she was. They're not brother and sister. They were married. <laughs> they were married nine, and then realized they were brother and sister, and, and so then, then they, they had divorced. to get a divorce. Yeah, <laughs> rather than live in shame. Um, yeah, her. Uh, her. They were married from 1999 to 2013. Her okay. net worth. Her net worth is 120 million dollars. So. Wow, uh, his net worth is his net work. Um, he's <laughs> very active say, on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say his net worth is probably one hundred and twenty dollars. Um, <laughs> no, her net worth is one hundred twenty million, and I bet you that's because of whatever percentage of the uh, friends' uh, yes royalties she owns, which is pretty hefty amount, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. so she's worth 120 million dollars. That is crazy, um, because if I saw Courtney Cox walking through the grocery store, I probably wouldn't recognize her. That's the life I'm trying to live. Well, have you seen pictures of her uh, recently? I'm looking at recent pictures of her. Yeah, she looks nothing like she did in Friends. Yeah, she uh, looks like just some random like lady that drives a Porsche Cayenne, you know, <laughs> and has a little too much plastic surgery. Yeah, but I mean that. I mean, the, the, I think that Venn diagram. There's a big crossover in the middle of women yeah, who yes, drive yes. Porsche Cayennes and also have uh, cosmetic surgery. So you're like, you see her and you're like, okay, I get it. I get what your thing is. So, but you don't uh, assume that she was in Friends. So you know how when you Google someone and it says people also searched for and it has like pictures of other celebrities like somewhat yeah. related to the celebrity you're looking at. All right. So mm-hmm. now that we know that Courtney Cox drives a Porsche Cayenne, why don't I read <laughs> some of these uh, celebrities and based off of how they look, you tell me what kind of car they drive. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll try. All right. Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. Oh, she drives uh, a Subaru for sure. Like it's a fancy Subaru, but it's it's like one of the tall Subarus. You know what I mean? Like a cross trek. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't actually use all the outdoor features, but <laughs> it looks cool. It's sporty. It's got a. Uh, it's got a. Uh, um, it's got a. It's definitely got a uh, one of those coexist stickers on the back. Oh and, yeah, hundred uh, percent. And uh, and an Elizabeth Warren bumper sticker. <laughs> um, she's still got the elizabeth warren 2020 sticker even though it's over <laughs> yep what about uh jim carrey he's somehow related to courtney cox he, really uh okay jim carrey uh well you mean what does he like currently drive yeah 
Like current uh, enlightened Jim Carrey. He, exactly. I feel like Jim Carrey just floats from place to place. He doesn't drive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like he actually. I feel like he's at such a famous level. Like he gets driven. You know. Yeah. And not because he, he wants to, somewhere. but because his lawyers are like, you should have a driver. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's do two more. What about? Hmm. Let's see. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. From t- from TV's Go On. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also in Friends. I know, but uh, okay. I mean, his most famous role was MTV's, or excuse me, uh, was TV's Go On. You remember that what show? Is go- what is Go On? No. Is that the one he did right after? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Oh, okay, let me see yeah. if I can. <laughs> it was Wait, a TV I think I've sh- seen the show. Yeah, it's a, he played like a therapist of some description. Do you remember? You yeah, remember? Yeah, and he, he and he like like his wife passed away or something, and he joins like yeah, a support like group, that. and and it's it's just real okay. The show. Yeah, it ran. It only ran for a season. He like yeah, he played like a like a therapist who was going through wouldn't you know it problems of his own, you know? Right. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was ran from 2012 to 2013. Um, but anyway, what kind of car do you think, uh, Matt Perry of, uh, go on, uh, Um, I I feel like he drives a Range Rover. Really? You think a Range Rover? Maybe. I think, I think a Range Rover because, um, Range Rovers, well, Range Rover now they're sportier, but like a, a Land Rover too, before SUVs were like a thing the mm-hmm. suv the suv like luxury car was right. a land rover so gotcha. i feel like that's that's him i can i can picture him like he's had the land rover since the days of friends true i see that but have you ever seen a picture of him with glasses though oh you're thinking something think sportier would, something smaller no i'm no i think i'm thinking something more eco-friendly because oh. i mean if, if you see him with glasses it's like man that dude definitely listens to npr <laughs> I, I i think matthew perry drives a tesla oh yeah yeah you're probably right yeah which one i think he dri- um if he let me see if he has kids because if he has kids oh he dated lizzie kaplan for like six years that's really weird all right wow. let's see if he let's see if he has kids. i love that so. we've turned into a celebrity gossip uh podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> um his net worth is only eighty million. Hmm. Ooh, you're doing something yeah, wrong. There, yeah, there goes your there goes the uh, your arguments about a gender wage gap down the drain. Um, <laughs> well, I think he spent. Uh, I think he spent the missing forty million dollars on drugs. So <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, he's in Fallout Three. I didn't know that. Um. Doesn't say that he has any children. Um, okay. So he doesn't have any children. He probably drives like the regular Tesla, like four door, the, like the, the model, uh, S yeah, whatever, whatever the regular Tesla, like four door sedan is. Well, that's, that's the fancy one. The model S the model three is the like economical. Yeah. 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 He drives, well, he obviously drives the expensive one, but I was going to say if he has kids, he may have the Tesla SUV, the model Y or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that was fun. Um, yeah, that was a good time. 
Um, before we get any further, I do want to shout out uh, my best friend and tattoo artist Brad. Uh, and I want to take and I want to take one second to just uh, send some Wait love. A and hold on, man. Hold on, <laughs> let me do this. Okay, uh, do your thing, and then I got a thing. All right, I got, I got some beef with you. Okay. Uh, Finish your well, thing. Finish your thing. Let me let me get this out before you do that. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to take honestly just take a moment to uh, send some love and um, and condolences to Brad. Uh, he lost someone uh, in his family uh, over the past week or, or or so when this episode comes out, and uh, I know he's having a rough time. Um, but we Br Brad is a friend of the show. He's a personal friend of mine. We love him. He loves hearing the shout out every week. So um, in honor of that, I just want to shout him out. Um, I want to shout out his girlfriend, Alex, um, Jersey. I want to shout out his brother, Trey, um, and his wife, Christy and, uh, and her best friend, Caitlin and everyone over there, um, in the, uh, the Brad family and the, the Foothill tattoo family. We love you guys. And, uh, Keep your heads up. We love you here at the podcast. So I just want to send that out, uh, and then and then I'm, I'm sorry. What was your what was your beef? <laughs> well, this is this is gonna seem real petty, uh, but we've already set it up. So, uh, oh boy. Okay, so we recorded an episode. First of all, first of all, uh, it has been uh, a long time since I successfully got a shout out to Brad in there, and very I very long time. It's been a very long time. We recorded a, an episode last week, and we're doing these remotely, obviously. Uh, obviously. We're recording the audio separately um, on our ends and then putting it together. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, near the end of the episode, got a solid shout-out into Brad. Mm -hmm. And I managed to name most of the Foothill uh, Tattoo family. Yep. And mysteriously uh, after i got in the first shout out to brad in many months uh mysteriously your audio disappeared so we couldn't publish the episode that's just it's just it's just baffling and then and then here we are and early in the episode you're getting getting in a shout out i'm not yeah, i'm not pointing uh, fingers i'm just saying it's real interesting i'm just asking questions <laughs> yeah well i mean at this point, you getting a successful shout out in last week is just hearsay because there's no evidence of of said. This, uh, is, this is what I'm afraid of. I'm sorry. Me. You're just gonna have to have some something more concrete than that. Everything you've presented is circumstantial at best. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So shout out to Brad and everybody over there. Um, all right. What did uh, I guess? I mean, we can talk about what we did this week. Uh, I mean, I, we celebrated, quote unquote, um, the 4th of July here in the United States. Uh, what did did you did you and your family do anything significant on the 4th of July? Um, we made some uh, veggie burgers. They were delicious. Nice. nice. Um, and my son loves holidays. Uh, and he was gonna love the fireworks, and so we had I to believe like. You, I believe you mean uh, Honda Days is what you're thinking of. <laughs> He's a big fan of uh, Happy Honda Days. Um, mm -hmm. he, you can't beat the deals. So and you got him a you got him a blue polo. Got it. <laughs> we got him a blue polo and a uh, a lightly used 2012 Civic. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Only twenty thousand original miles. <laughs> Uh, so we kind of explained some stuff, although 
it's a it's a weird year. Well, I mean, it's a weird time. It's a weird. Uh, it's just it's it's a it, things are a mess. So we lightly explained to him uh, some stuff about Fourth of July. Uh, we watched some fireworks, and then uh, my wife and I watched Hamilton on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and you with the, in the you with the, along with the rest of America, huh? Yes, it actually uh, at one point had issues streaming, like it it wouldn't load. And the only thing I can figure is that millions of people are trying to stream <laughs> the exact same thing at once. Yep. Um. All right. And was this your first time seeing Hamilton? That was my first time seeing Hamilton. Yes. And what did you think? What's the what's the uh, give me the B Shaw review? Uh, here's here's my review. Um. I'm annoyed at Broadway in general at okay. how uh, this show has been out for like five years. Not mm-hmm. that many people have actually seen it. Some people have, mm-hmm. a lot of people have heard the soundtrack, but not that many people have actually seen it. But the mm-hmm. hype around it is insane. Yeah. Uh, and it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I don't need to pay attention to this because it's, I get it. It's supposed to be amazing. Uh, tickets, it came to LA. Tickets are super sold out, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so we decided to watch it. It came out on uh, the 3rd. So we actually split it over two nights because it's, it's almost like three hours long. Uh, and we split it over two nights. And uh, I said, like, we need to watch it this weekend because if we don't, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. So it's either now or we're not ever going to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. And you know how in a, in a British movie, sometimes, at least it's, it's this way for me, uh, mm-hmm. it takes you a bit to get acclimated to the style of it and the accents and everything. And yeah, then once, once it clicks, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Or, this is Monty Python. Great. Um, it was the same thing for me. The, it's just like nonstop. You're being assaulted with words. Um, mm-hmm. And there's no dialogue. It's just all music, uh, mostly rapping and some singing. Um, and so Wait, it takes no, a little bit. So for three hours, there's yes. no, there's no spoken words. It's all music. correct. Correct. Oh my God. What a nightmare. <laughs> yes. So it takes some, uh, adjusting, uh, but once and I turned subtitles on as well, but once I adjusted to it, I was like, okay, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get what the hype is about on this. It it is very very good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it very much, uh, and I get what the hype is about. I'm a little bit embarrassed about how much I liked it because I feel very basic <laughs> um, mm-hmm. for liking it. But it it is you very go get a, very well did done. Did you go get a uh, chai latte this morning? I did. Yeah, yeah. So I could in, and your, I'm just, in your UGGs. <laughs> in my uggs uh yeah and blasting the soundtrack the whole time it was it was great Mm -hmm. um but no it was it was uh very very good um what did you for for two questions what did you do for fourth of july slash uh what are your thoughts i feel like you haven't seen it but do you Mm -hmm. want to see hamilton um I'll start with the second question. Uh, I have not seen Hamilton. I have zero interest in watching it. Uh, my girl, my 
my girlfriend wants to watch it, so I may end up watching it, but I, I, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> it, uh, especially now that she told me it's three hours of straight music, uh, I just don't, I just don't understand how I would, how I would survive that um, without losing my grip on reality. It, it is a lot, yes. Um, so I might end up watching it. I, it might be great. Um, it just isn't for me. Um, yeah, it's definitely a musical for sure. Yeah. And I, I'm not a musical person. I, yeah. I'm a, I'm not a purist when it comes to like, you know, uh, dramatic arts. Uh, I think if it could be a movie, just make it a movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, there's some things that like should only be done on the stage. Like I think Shakespeare only really works on the pay on the stage. If you're going to do it like on the stage verbatim. or on the page. Yep. Yeah, but uh, like every Shakespearean adaptation into a movie I've seen has always been kind of lackluster. I'm like, just the whole point of doing Shakespeare is to like show everyone in the audience like how good you are at memorizing lines. So like in a movie, right. you kind of lose that novelty, you know, because it's like they just yelled cut and someone read them the line, you know? Right, right, right. Um, So that's fine, but like. Yeah, I, plays. I'm just. It's not really my bag, man. I'm like, I'd rather, rather be watching a movie. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's fine. Whatever. Uh, three hours of music is a lot, so I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. But uh, for the fourth of July, um, yeah, I just uh, went to a very small, very COVID safe uh, gathering of my closest friends there's like five of us and we basically sat around the swimming pool um and eventually we had some hot dogs and it was fine it didn't really feel festive <laughs> because like um yeah just kind of where we're at as as a as a country like i feel like so the veil has been lifted from so many eyes yeah. and like we're seeing sort of like the ugly scars of, of the country at this in this current moment and so it yeah. felt really hard to celebrate the birth the birth of a nation but uh the birth of a nation that um refuses you know to acknowledge so much of its gross history um so it yeah. just felt yeah so it was a good excuse to um to finally hang out with some of my closest friends uh, for a little while, and then um, that that was pretty much it as far as significance. Uh, went I like for that me. you. I like that you said that you sat around the pool for a while and then eventually ate hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's accurate. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, if I would have yeah. called it a party, it would have been misleading. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because <laughs> we did not party. We sat around, and then when the hot dogs were ready, we ate hot dogs, and then, you know. I just, I just imagine in silence, not six feet apart, <laughs> yeah, no in silence. Yeah, no one spoke to each other, no eye contact. <laughs> um, no, but it, it was fine. Uh, it was good to see um, friends. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, that was the 4th of July. Um, oh, there was one bonus for me for 4th of July. Okay. Uh, which is at midnight. Um, mm -hmm. We're getting into bed. I actually had just rolled over to go to sleep, and mm -hmm. uh, my son walks in uh, because he's awake from the fireworks, and so oh, he was right. in and out uh, all night. And uh, so I'm running on very little sleep. And uh, <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. Uh, first time experiencing that, and I'm not a fan. Uh, have you ever given him uh, a sleep aid? Uh, he normally has no problem sleeping at all. Oh. This is the actually this is the first time he's ever woken up before the morning. Really? He's like a, he's a very good sleeper. Yeah. Oh. It's just the fireworks. I did um, before that. It was probably like eleven. Um, we went outside because there was pe- like neighbors that were doing fireworks, um, and it was crazy uh, how many people were doing fireworks. It like it sounded like a war zone outside. <laughs> it yeah, was they were going wild. All, they were going all night. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the result of people sitting around being bored and not being able to go watch them somewhere else. So they're like, we'll do it here. Right. Um, right. And that's that. Um, all right. Well, cool. Um, should we get into the happenings this week? Let's get into the haps or the happenings, as we said last week <laughs> on an, on an episode well, <laughs> that no one has heard. <laughs> anyway, um, that's, that's yeah, the new joke. Uh, no yes. one knows why it's funny, but it is exactly. Um, Kind of like the M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening, when no one, everyone's committing suicide, but no one knows why. Exactly. Man, this joke is several layers deep. Um, <laughs> Joke-ception. Uh, all right. Um, like, I think the biggest story coming out of this week is uh, uh, Kanye West, the independent yes. from Jackson Hole, Wyoming, um, has declared that has declared that he is going to run for president seemingly in 2020 um, right the, the, the tweet was worded weirdly um yes but, it was but it seemed to be an announcement that kanye west is running for president in this upcoming election in november um i'll i'll read the tweet so that um we're not misquoting anything so I like at, you said the independent from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what's going to be on the uh, the ballot uh, when it comes out. It's not going to say the, you know, Republican ish guy from Calabasas. Um, right. uh, OK, so following a tweet with a picture of Elon Musk from a few days ago, uh, Kanye posted um we must. This was on the 4th of July. He said, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. So that has led many people to believe that he means he is running for president in this upcoming election in the year 2020. Although that necessarily hasn't been confirmed by Kanye or anyone right. near him. Um and uh, so before we get into like the details of it, because I, I have read some articles about this uh, that I do want to talk about what, first of all, what's your sort of knee jerk reaction to it? The news, hearing the news of this and does Kanye. So three questions. What's your reaction? Does Kanye have your vote? And thirdly, do you think he stands a chance to win as an independent in this upcoming election? OK, so question one. Um What's your knee-jerk knee-jerk reaction? My knee-jerk reaction is he has talked about running for president before in 2024. Uh Right. uh, And I think that the tweet is weirded wordly. Weirded word. Weirdly worded. Or you could have said worded. You could have said worded worded weirdly. 
Worded weirdly. That's what I meant to do. Or you could have said wordedly weird. (laughs) (laughs) Or weirdedly word. Weirdedly wordedly weird. Uh, And I think that he is not serious about running in this upcoming election. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, it is too late to be on the ballot in uh, a handful of states. So it would have to be Mm -hmm. a write-in. Um, so I, I will be shocked if he actually goes through with, um, trying to run for president in this election. Um, I'm not Mm -hmm. necessarily going to be shocked in 2024, but it's so late right now. Uh, and he would also be running against Trump. And I just don't know, uh, this is answering the third question. Um, I don't know who, uh, would vote for him because he's uh, he's such a complicated person, especially politically in the past few years, um, that if he's running against Trump, he's that's a lot of votes that he wouldn't get. So, but I, again, uh, I don't think he's very serious with it. Um, so to answer the first question, that's my knee jerk is I feel like he's not, actually going to do anything this year uh to the second question um no he does not have my vote and uh to the third question no i don't think that he would on that (laughs) (laughs) um if he if if he were serious about uh running for president this year um no no uh, he is way too complicated of a, an individual. Um, and I think going from, I think we just need to like, uh, I think Trump has been disastrous for, uh, the United States. Um, and I think it would be also disastrous to have Kanye West as the president of the United States. Um, and I also in what in, sense though? Uh, he has zero experience um, doing any politics at all, uh, and it's such a specific job. I mean, we've seen what happens when you get, and some of it is Trump specific, but when you get someone in that office who has never done anything like that before. Um, Cause it's such a specific game with so many rules, um, that you have to kind of be experienced doing, playing that game a little bit in order to mm-hmm. get anything done. Um, and so I don't, I j- yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't think it would be, I don't think it would be good. I think we need someone who has some political experience, uh to be the president just to just to get us through like the next four years and out of the crazy mess that we're in right now someone who uh knows the game and knows the rules of the game in order to to get out of where we are okay. um and, and the third, third question th- thirdly um and i'm going to ask you these questions as well uh 
but uh, thirdly, no, I don't think that he would uh, win at all. Um, independent party uh, candidates, um, not of the independent party, but third party candidates, I guess, um, mm-hmm. uh, have historically never performed well in a presidential election. And I think someone as uh, controversial as him uh doing something so grand as being president that's outside of his normal expertise uh i don't think that he could win Hmm. um but what are what are your thoughts what was your knee-jerk reaction um i was surprised uh i didn't expect that um i didn't expect him to um, want to run um, in this election? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was thoroughly surprised. I didn't I did not see it coming. Yeah, he's talked about running for president, and you know, possibly in twenty twenty four and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I just didn't see this coming at all. Uh, but as I started to think about it more, I started to like go down the Kanye West conspiracy theory rabbit hole, and like, has he been playing four D chess this whole time? Like. Like his 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 chumming up with Donald Trump was that all a part of the plan? You know, to make right. sure, to make him to make himself bulletproof in coming. You know, in, you know, in coming into de- debate stages and stuff with Donald Trump. Like, um, you know, all the different Sunday moves service. He's, made. he's got to lock in the evangelical vote. That's true. Um, yeah, I think that's true. I uh, I think that. Yeah, so I started thinking about all those thoughts and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I, my initial reaction was I was just very surprised, and it, it took me by surprise. And I was like, I couldn't believe it at first. I was like, this can't be real. Um, yeah, and I guess it is as far as we know. Um, yeah. What was the second question? Uh, does he have your vote in November? Um, I think in a knee-jerk reaction, I would say yes, because I would almost vote for... I'm not a fan of really either candidate. Um, yeah. Not not as to say I wouldn't vote, but uh, and and I do think Donald Trump is orders of magnitude worse for this country than Joe Biden is. Uh, yes. But I am by no means uh, 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 a fan of Joe Biden um, or the Democratic Party continually putting up candidates that right. <laughs> that uh, Democratic voters don't really want. Um, yeah. But uh, so I I think. I think it's I think it's been it's been long overdue for uh, I I think ultimately we should get rid of political parties, um, uh, especially when it comes to uh, elected elected officials. I just think it makes it mm-hmm. too political and incentivizes all the wrong things in terms of like people being transparent about their ideas. I'd much rather the electorate vote for ideas than vote for a team uh, a yeah, team captain. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so I, I'm excited about the prospect of having a legit, like big time third party candidate. Um, Mm -hmm. so that does excite me. I think so. Like just off of that alone, I would be inclined to vote for Kanye. I will need to see like what's going to ultimately determine if I vote for him in this election will be hearing what he has to say about, you know, um, certain, um, policy issues that like he's going to have to confront as president or at least set the tone for when it comes to how Congress will deal with certain things. And like, yeah, I just need to know where he stands on on a lot of things. But, um, 
in theory, I think he does have my vote, but practically it'll, it'll come down to what he has to say about the issues, um, and stuff like that. So anyway, um, and then what was the third question? Uh, do you think he could win? I think he could win. I think if, so I think if a third party candidate is ever, if there's ever an election that desperately needs a third party candidate, it's this one. Um, uh, no matter who it is, uh, if it was Andrew Yang or, or anyone, I think it, it would have been this election it, to have one. Uh, and I think if he is serious about running this year, that's probably what he figures and what his people around him figure as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that I think that alone gives him a real shot because because a lot of people are feeling very sort of apathetic about this election because they're like, man, both these candidates suck. E- you know, even people who really want Trump out of office are, are kind of bummed that Biden is a candidate. Um, right. So I do think if there is a th- uh, an election for a third party candidate, I think this is the one. I think you, I think you, Brandon, have, un- have uh, severely underestimated the power of celebrity. Um, I think the power of celebrity, for better or for worse, uh, mostly for worse, is a huge part of being the president at this point in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, I don't, I would, I would really struggle to find some a, a, a public figure more um, widely known and recognized than Kanye West at this moment in history. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I think that could, if he plays his cards right, that could really um, go in his favor. Um, and he could really leverage that. I mean, he could put together because he's such a creative genius. I think he could put together a campaign that's so effective that like people would people who may like not be considering voting for him at this point, like could be swayed to vote for him. If if Kanye puts together like a really innovative and a really cool and cutting edge uh, and well done campaign with like videos and like all kinds of crazy stuff that like Donald Trump and Joe Biden can't do because they're 80 year old white guys like Kanye Kanye could mobilize a sector of the electorate that would never vote for either of these guys. Um, And he could. And I think if he puts together a really good camp campaign that is compelling visually and whatever, but also he, he shows that he has some really good ideas about issues that people care about. I think he has a chance uh, of, uh, of really, I think he could. I think, I think, I think Kanye could, with a strong enough campaign, could potentially take away a lot of um, people who are voting for Joe Biden just because they want someone different in the in the White House than Donald Trump. I think he could take all of those votes with the with a successful enough campaign, um, and I think he could get a lot of the um, sort of you know, you know, third party kind of people, you know, a lot of libertarian voters and like people who are kind of bummed about both parties, people that like, you know, conservatives that wouldn't vote for Trump, but don't want to vote for Joe Biden. Um, like all, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I think, uh, uh, I don't know what the word is, but there's a lot of like, uh, voters without homes if you will that i think mm. uh 
that I think Kanye could capitalize on, um, especially if he if he has um, good ideas that he's putting forward. Uh, and I think uh, if if and 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 in terms of just like his his ability to be president, because I know you talked about like he has no political experience. Um, I mean, so. On one hand, yes, I totally hear you. Kanye's never sat in a congressional hearing and and listened to, you know what I mean, listened to Congress people, you know, debate the pros and cons of new legislation. And Kanye's never held a public office that he was elected to. So, yeah, there's a lot of the inner workings of, like, how Washington works that he has zero clue uh, what mm-hmm. goes on? Kanye has never sat in a meeting about foreign policy with the UN. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. he, of course, he's never done these things. Um, however, um, I think the most important role for the president, like the actual person sitting in the Oval Office in that chair, is that they're a person that truly like cares for other people and and is a type of person who is you have to be have to be both confident in yourself as a leader but also humble enough to surround you with people that are smarter than you and who do things better than you and are willing to listen to those people and to take criticism and to, and all of those things and, and really build an infrastructure around you of of competent people who know how to do things and and to elevate those people and allow them to do what they do well and and basically manage the tone for for you know the office and manage the tone for the country and i think kanye can do that i think he's doing that he's doing that in his professional life like it may not be in politics but he's he he's always done that uh you know we know now that kanye keeps a you know a collaborative team of writers around him to help him write hit songs like that's that's the whole point um and he he constantly does that whenever he's in the studio recording or make it working on a song there's you know if you look at the latest single that kanye just put out like there's like 10 writers credited you know and that's almost Mm. every kanye song because he's not the type of person although he thinks very highly of himself and has a very big ego and yes, call, calls himself a genius and blah 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 blah. I think he recognizes though that like he's not a genius on his own. He's a genius, but you know even geniuses can't properly do what they need to do without the help and support of others. And I think that's that's crucial. Um, and I think that's something that Trump cannot do. Um, he's very petty and doesn't like to feel criticized and all the, all those aspects of Donald Trump that I think make him terrible for the office of the president. I think Kanye, uh, in a lot of ways is the opposite of that. Um, Hmm. yeah. And, 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 you know, if if his campaign tells the story, well, I mean, Kanye is the American dream. Like he's the parent, uh, he's the apparent, uh, he's the, uh, excuse me, he's the child of hardworking parents and one was an educator the other one was like i think a professional artist or something like that and you know he went from you know living on the south side of chicago to literally building you know one of the one of them if not the most influential music careers of all time and then going mm-hmm. and starting his own business you know and navigating the business world and navigating you know the socioeconomics of 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 manufacturing and in in across the globe and stuff like that and has built you know a clothing empire and a, and a brand empire and is doing so i mean he he is the american dream and if they can tell that story and and he has some good ideas um then cool 
uh, I think he I think he has a better shot at winning it than anyone else would going up against Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Uh, and I think he has uh, a better chance. True. Yeah. And I think he has a better chance just in general than 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 one might think immediately. Um, if I could have if if I could if I could write it perfectly, <laughs> I'd have Joe Biden. If, if we're stuck with Joe Biden and Donald Trump, I'd have Kanye wait until 2024 and have Joe Biden. Uh, and have Kanye uh, run against Joe Biden and whoever the next Republican candidate is. Um, if Joe Biden, you know, were to win this time around and would want to do a second term or lived to have a second term, uh, right? Uh, then I'd, I'd, I think I'd rather have Kanye run in 2024 because I do, I strongly like think we need, like as a country, um, at this particular time because of all that's going on with like the COVID and stuff like that. I think we need uh, stability more than anything for the next four yeah. years. Yep. And I think Joe Biden as it stands is the most qualified person or at least the most apparent person who just wants stability <laughs> and, yes. uh, and, yeah. and values stability. Um, yeah. So I would rather have Joe Biden win this election and have Kanye wait to run in 2024 like he yeah. um, originally was thinking. I think it would be because I do think we that's another thing. And, and you can you can speak to this, but I do think it's time to stop electing old white guys and to start electing yeah. people who are younger and are thinking about the future and not just thinking about right now because they're not going to be alive in 20 years you know what i mean absolutely <laughs> like i think yeah. it is i think it is time to start look and to put people in in offices of power that think about more things than just how to politics really well you know like i want i would love yeah. Elon, yeah. elon musk to have a cabinet position you know maybe he's a secretary of space or something i don't know <laughs> whatever department <laughs> deals with space maybe elon musk can do that or like maybe he can be the secretary of the interior or something somebody like somebody in these roles that are more than just like lobbyists and and old white guys trying to figure out how they can stay in office longer you know yeah totally so i don't um, know that's my that's my spiel on the kanye west situation gotcha yeah um no, I I think you said my feeling exactly right, which is like, uh, uh, I feel like we need someone to, uh, just some stability to get us through the next four years. Yeah. Um, before we start I, changing everything. Yes, exactly. E either that or like, th we're going to have, uh, uh, another revolution. And the whole system's gonna go out the window. And there's there's a I mean, I have feelings about that as well. because uh, there's a lot that is uh really messed up about the entire system. Um totally. but yeah. I it it, it it's either because it's total chaos now, so either we need to like go we we need to revert back to some stability and get uh joe biden to get us out and and weather the storm or and then change it after or we need to dive all the way into the cocoon get super messy it's it's stuff's gonna be crazy for a long time uh maybe longer than four years i don't know and then uh come out the other side with an entirely new system 
but mm-hmm. um, that's that's the uh, that's the revolutionary in me speaking. But yeah, um, in uh, related Kanye news, <clears throat> what happened to my voice? <clears throat> I'm going through puberty again. Um, in Clearly. related Kanye news, um, mm-hmm. uh, his deal with Gap. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Um, he's got a 10-year deal. Uh, it's coming next year. Uh, uh, Yeezy Gap uh, exclusive clothing. Do you own any Yeezy clothes or shoes currently? Um, no, I don't own either either at this point. They're uh, every I would I would probably own some shoes uh, soon. I just haven't bought them yet. Um, I could have at this point, but I don't know. I just haven't been super motivated to. Uh, because that price point is still a little too high to like gotcha. just frivolous, frivolously spend on shoes <laughs> and right. the clothes and the clothes, the, the clothes he made through Adidas, uh, are, are way too expensive to spend money on. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, so follow yeah, up question. Ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, follow up question. Um, Yeezy gap. If it's, I mean, it'll be clearly designed by him. So, probably similar aesthetic or evolved out of that. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just clothes. It's not shoes. Um, But do you see yourself uh, buying some Yeezy Gap items? Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see myself doing that. Um, I think uh, this kind of deal is similar, at least on the, on the the surface of it to um, the deal that Jerry Lorenzo, a fear of God did with PacSun. Uh, mm. He signed a deal with PacSun to do like an exclusive line of his Fear of God, Fear of God clothing called Fear of God Essentials, which is basically oh, like okay. ba- basics like sweats and t-shirts and stuff that are designed by Jerry Lorenzo, but made with through PacSun's, so you know whatever their manufacturing chain is, and I think that is like that is the next step for. Um, I think that's it. this is so I. My opinion on this whole Kanye Gap thing, I think that's a huge deal um, yeah. for him, especially um, because I feel like that is like that. It, it's a huge opportunity for his branding because putting your your brand in a store like Gap that has, you know, um, it's a huge chain. Like Gap is like a huge clothing chain to have a, a your brand, you know, in Gap stores is like a huge thing. It's like having your you know your your you know your silverware line in Target or something. Uh, I think it's a big right. deal. Um, I think also it is it is part it is um, it's not surprising either because I think uh, Kanye's goal from the beginning with his clothing has always been to redefine what luxury is and to make mm-hmm. you know to make desirable aesthetics and you know u- utilitarian prices meet. Uh, like that's always kind of been his philosophy is like you shouldn't have to pay a thousand dollars for a t-shirt like you like you shouldn't have to go broke trying to you know he sees clothes as a very important expression of who you are and you Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to go broke trying to be able to express yourself through through the clothes that you wear and so he's always wanted to get his clothes down to like um he's always said like h&m zara price points but i'm sure gap is right in there too um so yeah, and and that gives him. Um, I know that that builds manufacturing and supply chain relationships for him, which is something that he's always complained that like he's been um, um, alienated from is get is building those relationships. You know, yeah. 
you know, to like have access to factories and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, this seems like that's going to start building those relationships for him, which will be helpful as he's building his freaking city in Wyoming. So <laughs> yeah, I could totally, but to answer your question, I could totally see myself, uh, rocking some of the Yeezy stuff from gap. Um, yeah. All right. Sweet. Totally. Yeah. Um, I think it's, uh, yeah, it feels like a good evolution like it's it's like he's bringing it to the masses now of course yeah that's the way it's they that i mean that is what it is and like i yeah i think it's a good idea um all right let's see what else we got here um so uh have you watched uh unsolved mysteries on netflix yet (laughs) no i have not okay i haven't either uh i've heard there's i've seen a lot of mixed opinions on it some people love it um and some people are like man this is nowhere near as good as the original uh yeah but it's like the next big thing on netflix that everyone is talking about um but i came across a very interesting article um this is on newsweek um and uh, apparently a, an unsolved mysteries viewer may have found like a big clue in in the deaths and in, in one of the cases like one of the first cases in the series huh um so apparently like the first episode of unsolved mysteries is called the mystery on the rooftop and there's i guess the background of the story is there was a man named ray rivera was found uh um, romano is who you're thinking of but continue <laughs> no corky romano is who you're thinking of no um, courtney cox arquette is who you're thinking of no david arquette is who you're thinking of david archuleta is his name but continue <laughs> david archuleta um archie's comics is what you're thinking of no dc comics is what you're thinking of no the dc extended universe is what you're thinking of no ac dc is what you're thinking of no dc talk is what you're thinking of <laughs> MC Hammer is who you're thinking of. NCISLA <laughs> is what you're thinking of. CSI Miami is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Hold on. You said CS. CSI Miami. CSI Miami. Um, CSI Miami. Um. No, N-T-S-F-S-D-S-U-V is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the Paul the Paul Shear show. No, HTPP colon slash slash www dot. The beginning of a, a internet URL is what you're thinking of. No, the WWF now referred to as the <laughs> WWE is what you're thinking of. Uh, uh, no, E.E. Cummings is who you're thinking of. E.E. E. Cummings. Uh, e. No, Alan Cumming, the actor, is who you're thinking of. <laughs> no, the Alan Parsons Project, uh, the band, is what you're thinking of. Alan Parsons Project? No, Parkinson's Disease is what you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, uh, man, I got one. I got, I got a good one. <laughs> keep going. Wait, take us out. What is it? Take us out. Uh, no, 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 keep going. Keep, I said Parkinson's disease. Let's see if I can still play it. Parkinson's 
Parkinson's uh, disease. Uh, Lincoln to, Park. To... Lincoln Park. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Lincoln Park. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I can't use it. It's not as funny. The Lincoln Lawyer is who you're thinking of. The movie uh, with <laughs> oh. Matthew McConaughey. But I, what I was going to say when I said Parkinson's disease, before that you said, what'd you say? Uh, par- you said something uh, Parsons something. Alan Parsons Project. Oh, yeah. I should have said, uh, no, a partridge in a pear tree is what you're thinking. (laughs) But anyway, what what was the last one I said? Oh, the Lincoln Lawyer, the movie. Lincoln Lawyer. Um, I don't know. The Washington Monument is what you're thinking of. Washington Monument. No. uh, What's the Washington Monument? Washington Monument. Um... Washington Monument. No, Mount Rushmore is what you're talking about. And that leads us to our next story. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll edit, 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 edit there. Um, so uh, Donald Trump and the first family went to Mount Rushmore for 4th of July celebration. And they had brought uh, Donald Trump was was basically pushing to bring back the fireworks show at Mount Rushmore um, right? that hadn't been there for a number of years. And there was some opposition to that um, by the local Native American tribes there. Um, but eventually the government was like, man, screw you guys again. Uh, and <laughs> and we're going to do we're going to have our our GD fireworks. And uh, and they did. They had a fireworks display. The Blue Angels flew over. And right. and Donald Trump was there, but the big story coming out of of that was Melania Trump showed up in an Alexander McQueen dress that was essentially like just like a white, rich, like a like a the fabric was white. Uh, it was like a white dress that like a rich lady would wear, like on Mad Men with like pearls in the summertime. Yeah, you know, right. And right, right. Uh, except <laughs> the dress had what looked like. Black Sharpie drawings all over it. Uh, it looked like you know a four year old got a hold of a Sharpie and just went to town on the dress. And uh, yeah, Twitter had a field day with, with that, um, <laughs> especially because Donald Trump for some reason signs every White House document with a Sharpie. Um, oh and so, right! And so there were many jokes about that. <laughs> Man, I saw a comment that says she's got, <laughs> Donald Trump gave her a stimulus dress. <laughs> <laughs> which oh, i thought was funny. very funny yeah um wow all right sharpie gate is uh sharpie I'm, I'm gate googling it yeah that is it's pretty yeah, bad that's interesting yeah um hmm <laughs> i mean i gotta look at the memes yep there's there's good ones so far um have you heard about the car company uh, Nikola? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, you mean the company that went? Hey, let's start an electric car company called Tesla. Oh, that already exists. Ah, well, uh, how about Nikola? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there's a company out there um, that is basically a Tesla-like copycat company called Nikola, and they specialize in making hydrogen cars. Um, and they are taking hydrogen cars. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So recently, over the last two weeks, they released a a render of their new pickup truck, their new hydrogen powered pickup truck, and uh-huh. they're they're taking five thousand dollar deposits towards um, owning. Uh, one of their pickup trucks that haven't gone into production yet. So Tesla was taking a hundred dollar deposits. They're taking five thousand dollar deposits. Um, and they don't and currently I, have a, a a car out, right? No, they. So we don't the, know if they can actually do it. <laughs> well, apparently they can do it. They just need the money to go into manufacture these trucks. Um, yeah, and do you know what the name of the truck is? I'm looking at it right now. I don't know. What is it? Is it? The hold on. Bad, wait. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go. Okay. Is it the coil? Nope. Get it? Like <laughs> the Tesla coil? coil? No, it's way worse than that. Um, uh, um, the bruiser. Uh, you're not far off, actually. The but think the, think even dumber. Um. Hydro truck. It's the the Nikola Badger. Badger. I'm looking at it right now. It actually looks kind of cool. I think you would like the look of it. All right, I'm gonna Google it. Hold on. The Nikola Badger. Does it say why it's called the Badger? Mm, no. No, it doesn't. Right. It's got. Eh, it's kind of cool looking as far as trucks oh, yeah. go. It kind of looks like the the Raptor. Like the the Ford yeah. Raptor, you ever seen a like a Raptor truck? Yeah, it's kind of what it looks like. It looks like uh, you would step out of the the person stepping out of this is wearing like uh, the from the Hunger Games, like the what the guards wear. It's like an all white armor, <laughs> face shield. You got a futuristic weapon, like the cop that, from the beginning of uh, the cop that uh, arrests young James T. Kirk in the Star Trek remake. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> weird, um, weird, futuristic, uh, like nineteen eighty four cop. Yeah, that's it. Do you like your quasi futuristic clothes, Mister Powers? I designed them myself. <laughs> um. All right. Well, there we go. The 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 Nicola Badger. The- <laughs> De- definitely cooler, quote unquote, than the Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah, I don't uh, know who they got running Nikola, but I'm looking at what the stuff that they make. They have the Badger, then they have the uh-huh. Nikola One, Two, and Trey, which are semi trucks, and then oh. under under Power Sports they have the Nikola NZT and the Reckless, which are like eight uh, ATV kind of things, and then hmm. they make the Wave, which is a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's very random. Yeah. All right. All I mean, right. it looks well, like we, a cool jet go. ski, but yeah. I don't know if it's like a BOGO deal with the truck or what, but <laughs> that'd be that'd be sick. <laughs> um All right, what else we got here? Um Roman the Roman Catholic diocese or whatever the word the right word for that is uh basically roman catholic churches uh mass sunday mass services have been reinstated they're starting to do those again now um, okay with some changes with some changes um only 25 percent occupancy um okay um let's see no holy water um mm. 
no books and bulletin no books and bulletins in the pews so bring byob bring your own bible um families that live together uh families that give uh, together families oh. that pray together stay together no i'm kidding families <laughs> that live together can sit together um and, but we'll need to space out from others as churches are only allowing seating at in every other pew. Oh, okay. So there's like an empty pew in between each each row. Um, holding hands during our fathers is suspended, and congregations are asked not to sing along during the service. <sighs> yeah. Um. For families who still feel uncomfortable attending spaces with more than a few people, don't feel obligated to attend mass. Um, you shouldn't ever feel obligated to attend mass. <laughs> um, I feel like they didn't say that, but that's that's your addition. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading the uh, the Asan Williams uh, version. Um, yeah. Oh, last um, month, last month, the archbishop in Hartford extended the dispensation of obligation for Sunday mask or a sort of waiver through September. <laughs> you know a what? Waiver. I talked to God. I talked to God and you're good. You don't need to come back till September. You guys got a hall pass till September. <laughs> <laughs> he made an exception. He knows stuff kind of got out of control. And so yeah. he's making some exceptions. You can stay uh, out until September guilt free. <laughs> normally we'll shame you but now it's cool do whatever um, you want until september but i gotta tell you after labor day it's second lent <laughs> second lent <laughs> you gotta give up two things <laughs> it's like a sort of a bogo for lent you know what i'm saying <laughs> all right what else what else you got oh man um well uh, oh, did you see that? Well, a couple things about Disneyland. Um, one, they were going to reopen, and then they canceled that, um, and they pushed it back kind of indefinitely uh, because of spikes and whatever. And in California, it's been uh, a lot as well. One but, could say this. One could say this pandemic is a never-ending story. <laughs> That's not a Disney movie, is it? I think so. Never Isn't ending it? story, or maybe know. that's a Jim. It's a Jim Henson movie. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of the weird ones in the eighties where you're never ending story. It is. Doesn't look like it's Disney. No, um, Wolfgang Peterson. All right. Who is that? Um, Never ending mm -hmm. story. Yep. Okay. So uh, they're changing Splash Mountain is the other thing. Did you hear about this? It's a, a, a never ending stories. Uh, Warner Brothers movie. Um, ah. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say? I, Splash Mountain. That's the one they're turning into Princess and the Frog. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I um, did see that. Which I feel like is a good thing because Splash Mountain is an old ride that um, I feel like people probably don't. Uh, it's probably a, a less popular ride, I would imagine. Um, yeah, and there's all and that so, weird like Nazi stuff right before you do the drop at the end. Right. So I haven't been on Splash Mountain in a long time, but the article <laughs> no, I'm I read I'm just said, kidding. <laughs> well, no. The, the, okay, the article I said I read said that like the story uh, that you go on in Splash Mountain has like some some racist stuff in it, 
or oh, like really? the, the story that it's tied to. I don't know if it's like tied to a book or something, but it has like a lot of racist stuff in it, which ah. I was like, Splash Mountain? What? So okay. uh, it's probably good that they're <laughs> that they're getting rid of the Splash Mountain story uh, and well, redoing you know that, it. Well, you know that Splash it was a um, was a derogatory term um, used to describe people of mixed race back in like the fifties. Uh, it was meaning it really? like you meaning you have a splash of black blood in you, so you're not you're not white anymore. So that's why it's called Splash Mountain. Is, are you making that up or is that real? Yes, I'm 100% making that up. <laughs> <laughs> you believed I'm it, like, though. <laughs> I did, because hey, the logic holds up on that. You're like, oh, wow. And because, what Disney, a dark has time. A, and because Disney has a very problematic history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so they're making it Princess and the Frog. That is cool. Yeah. Is the ride structure um, going to stay, stay the same, pretty much? Same ride, just different st- theme? It's going to stay exactly the same. There's just going to be a couple frogs on the way. <laughs> nice. So still all the um, Nazi stuff, but there's frogs now. <laughs> they change the, the Nazi mannequins. They change them into frog heads. They yeah. kind of look like <laughs> Pepe the frog, but it's kind of unfortunate. But <laughs> yeah. Well, see, what they're doing is they're just replacing all the black characters that the Nazis are chasing in the drawings on the wall to the characters from Princess and the Frog. <laughs> So Way now, instead of chasing now. instead of chasing a runaway slave, the uh, they're chasing a runaway princess Tiana, <laughs> <laughs> who in this version uh, in the ride version of the story is also a runaway slave. <laughs> can Can you imagine if they actually did that and they didn't they <laughs> and they didn't see how that's so much worse? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, what? It's Princess and the Frog now. Uh, this is what you funny. guys wanted. <laughs> you guys. Um, <laughs> this is what you people wanted. Um, yeah, so um, it's not our fault. <laughs> it's the blacks who are always making it about race. <laughs> that's that's Family Guy, right? It's American Dad. Oh, American Dad, yeah. He's like, why is it always about race with you blacks? <laughs> it's a very funny joke. Um uh, but yeah, so they're making it Princess and the Frog, which is cool. Uh, it's cool to see um, uh, Princess Tiana and Princess and the Frog getting some love elsewhere in the park. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, I uh, Before they announced the change to it, I saw a bunch of people on Twitter, like it was trending, um, asking Disney to change Splash Mountain to uh, Princess and the Frog. So... I don't know if it's a, as a direct result of that, but mm-hmm. uh, either way, it's cool that people were calling for it, and then and that's what happened. It is, and I think it fits aesthetically too, which is just a nice bit of luck or coincidence or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, you got anything else? Um. Oh, I've been. Uh, I, gu- I should have included this in what we were uh, what we were doing this week, but uh, I've been playing uh, The Last of Us Part Two. Um. No, this is us. Is uh, what you're thinking of? No, this is me from The Greatest Showman. Is what you're thinking of? Uh, me, myself, and Irene is the movie you're thinking of. No, me, myself, and I. The song by Beyonce is what you're thinking of. Um, 
you, me, and Dupree is uh, the movie you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, the movie, is what you're thinking of. Uh, the Loch Ness Monster is who you're thinking of. No, Ah, Real Monsters is what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, Monster in Law is the movie you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Made in Manhattan is what you're thinking of. <laughs> J-Lo Pivot, nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> the classic J-Lo Pivot. Um... So there's there's uh, there's now there's now so let's now go over the rules of tip of the tongue. Now uh, you can make a move in any direction uh, as long as the move you make is apparent. Um, you can edit by saying Ed edit or Edgar or Edward or any variation of the name or Ed, 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 Ed and Nettie. Yep. Ed Ed and Ed, 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 and all that. Or now you can do a J what's called a J Lo pivot. <laughs> <laughs> only for Jennifer Lopez only for movies Jennifer Lopez. And, and music. Yes. <laughs> that's the only it's the only so we'll now call out the J Lo pivot when it happens. <laughs> the J Lo pivot. Okay, uh you did Made in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna go Wait, with, are you gonna uh, go for a double J Lo pivot right now? <laughs> I'm gonna go for uh the song uh My Love Don't Cost a Thing. Oh my goodness! A double J Lo pivot back to back. Um, We're witnessing history. Love don't cost a thing. Um, love don't cost a thing. It's a good song. Um, no, the movie, the movie two can play that game is the is what you're thinking of. Um, no, the movie Ready to Rumble that you mentioned at the beginning is what you're thinking of. No, the movie Too Fast, Too Furious, the movie you also mentioned at the beginning is what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, uh, no, Three's Company is the show you're thinking of. Three's Company. No, the movie Three Kings, that uh, weird war movie uh, with Ice Cube in it is what you're thinking of. Um, no, the move, uh, sorry, the, this is real obscure and I don't expect you to get it, but the pasta sauce, five brothers is what you're thinking of. <laughs> it was like a pasta sauce in the nineties. I don't remember that. No, the, uh, the, the fake TV, the fake movie advertised on the interdimensional cable episode of Rick and Morty, two brothers is what you're thinking of. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, the old musical Seven Brides for Seven Brothers is what you're thinking of. No, the movie Four Brothers, where Mark Wahlberg is like a gangster and his four <laughs> brothers, two of whom are black, uh, is, is around. That's the movie you're thinking of. Um, no, uh, <laughs> no, the, the limited series... Band of Brothers is what you're thinking of. No. And to make the, the, the J-Lo pivot hat trick, you said, uh -oh. what, Band uh, band of Brothers? No, yes. the movie Anaconda is what you're thinking of. <laughs> we just did a triple J-Lo pivot hat trick. In yeah, one game right of tip of the tongue, it doesn't edit, get any edit, better edit, than that. Edit. <laughs> and we went from band of brothers to anaconda. 
<laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, yep. Oh man. Yeah. Gonna have to edit right there. There's no top yeah, but, of that. Uh, <laughs> but to go back, um, so The Last of Us. Um, yes. The Last of Us Part 2 came out last week. Uh, and uh, are you familiar with the game at all or what it's about no. or anything? No. So, Brandon, The Last of I'm Us I'm assuming is- it's a post-apocalyptic thing. There's not many people left. Right. Um, uh, that's as uh, far as I got. Yes. No, The Last of Us is actually a game about what it's like. Uh, <laughs> it's I'm excited what it's for like. whatever you're about to say. <laughs> it's uh, uh, The Last of Us is a story about um, Harry, the last group of Harry Potter fans that uh, haven't had sex yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The All the pieces were there. You make it a joke. Um. Anyway, no. The last, the last of us is a is a video game series uh, on the PlayStation, um, and it is about. I mean, it's zombies uh, for the lack of a better uh, term, but it's it's really. I mean, that's sort of the backdrop. There's like a, a a fungal outbreak that consumes a lot of the large cities in the United States and. The first game is kind of about the governmental overreach in response to that. And it's the story of this guy trying to protect this girl who he becomes friends with and their journey or whatever. And the second game uh, is, a, is much more um, of an emotional game. It's all about like um, finding meaning and and revenge and... And sort of it's all about these characters like interpersonal relationships and decisions that they make and, and things like that. And it, and it explores a lot of different um, ideas. And in the game, one of the main characters, um, is, one of the ma- more main characters dies or is killed. Um, and you play as you spend a fair amount of the game playing as the main character's killer. Uh, and it kind of oh, humanize wow. it kind of humanizes the killer, and you kind of see all of their um, how they've been dealing with the apocalypse and all of that kind of stuff. So it's it's very it's a very harrowing game to play. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of um, yeah, it kind of hits you in the face with a lot of uh, emotions and um, sort of uh, moral ambiguity and things like that. But um, huh. yeah, it's a good game, man. I'm about three quarters of the way through it, and uh, I would suggest. Uh, you play it. I think you would like it. It's a very. It's a, it's one of those games where it's like very heavy. Like it's a very cinematic game. Like you're playing through a movie, basically. Um, it's really good. Oh, okay. This is it for really, PlayStation really, really One. <laughs> yeah, it's for PlayStation One. Um, okay. No, I'm an N, I'm an N64 guy. So uh, <laughs> as soon as they release it um, for that, let me know N- and I'll N64. I'll totally check it out. It's actually for GameCube. No, uh, it's uh, no, it's uh, it's on PlayStation, the newest one, PlayStation Four. Um, yeah, it's it's a really, 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 really good game. I think you'd like it. All right, I'll uh, I'll look it up. I'll check it out. Yep. So that's what I that's what that's what I've been doing. You got any more uh, news stories? Uh, that's it on my end. All right. 
Um, um, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, I guess we can call it an episode. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Um, I am at B-Shaw, B-Shaw, B-Shaw on all the socials. Um, and where, what about you? Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Asan the DJ. That's at A H S O H N the DJ on all social media or at my website at Asan.com. Uh, and everything for this show is at Weekly Regular on the social media as well as Weekly Regular.com. Um, all right. Uh, I think that's it for this week. All right. We will see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.